BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Chicago Bulls without Patrick Beverly, Zach Levine, and DeMar DeRozan get a win over the Dallas Mavericks that saw Luka Doncic only play the first quarter. The Bulls also have now locked in their playing opponent. They will be facing the Toronto Raptors Wednesday in the battle versus the ninth and 10th seed. We're going to talk about that. Let's dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. If you want to follow me, you can do so right off the top at CEO Hayes, that's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And if you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod as well. Now, the game last night against the Dallas Mavericks was one of the weirdest games that I have ever watched in my basketball fandom. Like, it was just, it was a strange game, fam. Like, it, like it, I will say this, it was fun to watch, right? Especially the rally that the Bulls had. In the, in the third and fourth quarter and just seeing that team come back and be able to take that lead and Kobe White, Patrick Williams lead the way in, in, in the ways that they did. It was fun to watch. It was it was damn fun game to watch when, it, when you kind of separate yourself from it and get out of like the, hey, we have to win every game type mindset and just enjoy the basketball of it all, even though some of the names and players that you saw you, you may not be familiar with at all. Just for people who enjoy the game of basketball. I would say that, that was a pretty damn good fun game to watch. Then when you add into that, the fact that, you know, Kobe White and Patrick Williams stepped up in the way that they did to really push the Bulls into that victory, especially Kobe White. Patrick Williams had a solid game as well. Don't want to overlook it. But it was like Kobe White was the one that had the, the huge impact that was just felt in that game in a different way. And I think the way that Kobe White played is really bringing home everything that people have been saying about him, right? The, the fact that they want to see the Bulls hold on to him, all those things, like Kobe White's uh, game in this one, 24 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds, right? A season high in assists as well. I wanted to see him get that triple-double. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Uh, Patrick Williams as well with 23 points, 8 rebounds, a couple of blocks in there. Nikola Vucevic, who did start for the Bulls and played more minutes than I was expecting, he had another 20-10 and 10 game. Most consistent bull of the season. Um, and you know, it it was it was just that type of game, right? It was just the game where you watch and you and you're reminded of just how far Kobe White has come with this skill set. And the thing that I want people to remember, right? Whether you were on the, the side of you wanted to see Kobe White traded last season, um, you know, where a lot of Bulls fans were and they even came into this season still wanting to see Kobe White traded. Um, and if you're on the side of, you know, what I with that with IO now. Confidence plays a large part with the Bulls. Now, we want to put the win in context, right? It's not like that Kobe did this against Luka Doncic. Luka only played one quarter, and it was just like this battle between Kobe and Luka. No, they were playing against, you know, the Mavs second string guys as well, right? And and it is what it is there. But 
the fact of the matter is still is that the confidence of Kobe White, I wouldn't have even trusted Kobe White to do this a season or two ago, even against a team that was, wasn't playing, you know, their starters. So Kobe White's confidence has helped him. And you've seen that confidence grow every step, every week, every month of the season. Kobe White's confidence has grown. And like we've seen with, um, with, uh, with uh, not Luca, whom I think with Laurie now um, and him being in Utah, Confidence plays a big role in how these players play, how they execute, how they grow their game. Kobe White put in the work in the offseason. You can't take that away from Kobe White. And the confidence level is there. And you were starting to see his shot, his shot which wasn't going down at a, at a great clip earlier in the season. It's come along oh, as the season's gone on. And, and it's paid off huge for, for Kobe and the Chicago Bulls. And so the, the building the confidence is important. It's an important part of sports. It's an important part of life in general, right? Like, just think about in your job. As you get a new job and you gain confidence in it, you then become, you know, more of an expert. You can teach other people, right? Kobe White and the growth that he's had this season has been a revelation, not only for his career, but just a reminder of, like, that promise that came in. Now you have some Bulls fans like, hey, I want to see Kobe as our starting point guard next season. That's how much it's flipped the the the, the overall mindset around Kobe White has changed from one season to another and just him improving the things and just becoming a more well-rounded basketball player um, th- that he has. And so it's just really good to see Kobe White and 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 the growth and, and the confidence in a, a player that at one point was kind of looked at as everything wrong with the Chicago Bulls or the player that didn't need to be here. Kobe White has shown. Like, he he's, he's couldn't be an important part of the Chicago Bulls' future. And, you know, that's a question that A.K. and Eversley really have to find an answer to and a perfect number two to re-sign him when it's all said and done this offseason. And, you know, I, I like I like to see what – I like what we're seeing from Kobe. Patrick Williams in this game as well, giving really solid defensive performance. Uh, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. Stuff in the stat sheet. I already talked about his 23 points. Uh, he had a pretty uh, almost quiet first half, but then he come on, came on big in the second half. He actually hit the bucket that put the Bulls – up, up to gave the Bulls the lead. Now he did end up going out in this game. He got stitches, so you know that that that's it's not going to be anything that that hurts him in the last game or in the play-in. But you know it's just good to see Patrick Williams as well grow. And Io Desumu, six of fourteen in this game, twelve uh, points, nine rebounds, five assists, one steal. He did not play a bad game at this at all. And again, we know the level of competition wasn't the same. And then Terry Taylor coming off here, getting key rebounds. He had three rebounds in this game, only played 12 minutes, but every one of those rebounds were needed and damn near shifted the energy. You can also see the energy from Dalen Terry, who didn't hit three for 10 from the field with only eight points, but the energy that he brought defensively going after loose balls, kind of understanding where he needed to try to be at certain times. There were some issues with like pick and roll defense, switching at times. But again, he's a rookie who... The head coach has not played a lot during the season, so kind of makes sense that he doesn't have the kind of those things all together. But overall, Carly Jones got in the game 15 minutes. He hits two threes. Fun game. That, that just boiled boil down to. It was a fun game to watch. It was a game that at halftime I did not think the Bulls were going to win that game. But then they just came back, and to see them marching back, scoring 31 points and 30 points in the fourth quarter respectively while playing pretty solid defense, limiting the Dallas Mavericks to 24 and 21 points in those same quarters. Big game from from the well, – I'm going to say big game. I'm put it in perspective, but fun game to watch, definitely from the Bulls team. But we now know our playing opponent. It is what it was looking like it was going to be. We will be facing the Toronto Raptors in Toronto on Wednesday in the battle of the ninth and tenth seed. And Billy Donovan's already said this. The biggest challenge that we've had against them is just their size. They play really, really big. They're long and really good, 
offensive rebounding team collectively will have to do a good job rebounding. And that's 100% what you're going to need to do against the Toronto Raptors. You're going to have to try to attack their length. You're going to have to try to rebound the ball well so you can get out in transition and attack that defense before um, it sets up. The Bulls are, what, 2-1 and one against the Raptors this season. And DeMar DeRozan gets to play. I know people have said he, get, he goes back home. That's not DeMar DeRozan's home. DeMar's from Compton. But he gets to go back to Toronto, uh, floor and court and fan base that he's hugely familiar with. And he gets to, you know, see what he can do. Now, DeMar DeRozan's been the 10th seed twice, uh, both times with the San Antonio Spurs. And, you know, they haven't really fared too well. So, you know, I mean, oh, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't on that second San Antonio team because he was here. Duh. Uh, but, no, he's so he's been the 10th seed before. Um, and it's hard, right? There's been no 10th seed. I talked about it in yesterday's episode that's ever won a play-in game, much less the play-in tournament. So if the Bulls do end up coming out, which, you know, I have my doubts on, but, you know, I've had my doubts on if the Bulls are even going to make the play-in tournament. So, you know, if the Bulls do end up, you know, making it out the play-in, they'd be making history. Hell, even if they just win one play-in game, they'd be making history as well. And I know some of my, you know, uh, uh, my my fellow Bulls content creators, you uh, you know, they wanted to see the Bulls lose these last two games, but it has increased their lottery chances. And if the Bulls don't make it out the play-in, which, you know, I, of course the statistics stack up that the Bulls probably won't make the play-in, but it, it gives the Bulls a better chance at having that top four pick. And even some people, you know, as Jamal at Bulls Central, you know, talked about the Bulls possibly getting Wimbiana. At the end of the day, it's this. If the Bulls are going to get lucky and get to keep their, their pick, it's going to take a huge amount of luck to get it. So um, we're, we're looking at double luck in that case, right? We need to get lucky to fall in the top four. We need to get lucky and have the ping pong ball hit. We will have to get lucky to avoid the Orlando Magic from getting the pick. All those things would have to fall for the Bulls. That's a lot of luck to ask for, right? So. You know, we'll see what happens. Overall, the playing tournament, I want to see the Bulls come out and compete. They're going to have to come out and compete and fight hard. They're going to have to come out and just do what needs to be done and execute on the defensive end. The Bulls need to focus on defense and rebounding first per Billy Donovan's comments. But then also, and one thing that I need to see Billy Donovan do is you have to coach a good scheme. You have to coach a scheme that tries to attack the Toronto Raptors link. That second game we had against the Toronto Raptors that we won I like the way that the Bulls attack uh, the, the Toronto Raptors and try to, before they set up their, their defense and things like that. But now they have Jacopoto, a player that's played damn good against the Chicago Bulls. I think he averages like 18 points, 10 rebounds, and a block on like 65% shooting or something like that. It's really good numbers against the Bulls. So we're going to have to watch out for that as well. The Bulls have a tall test in front of them when it comes to the playing tournament. And, you know, not to I don't I don't want to speak negative energy into the Bulls per se, but like, I also have to be realistic. Like, it's going to be tough. It's going to be extremely tough. And every time we've kind of needed this Bulls team to understand the seriousness of the moment, they failed. And so we'll see if they can overcome that and play better in the playing tournament. We'll break it all down. We'll start previewing that game, um, you know, during the week and getting hype up for that. And, you know, it's 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 Bulls game. It's post-regular season play. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it. And we'll see what it ends up turning into. But Enough of me talking. It's Saturday, so that's a mailbag day. Let's get into this first voicemail. This one is from Big O. Hey, what's up? Hey, it's your boy Big O again, man. I don't know why the little minutes are going by fast, but just to piggyback on what I was saying, yeah, you know, uh, for the fans that don't understand, you know, for, you know, when it comes to fans like myself who understand the game, understand cap situation, understand the growth of the team, understand that you got to give up something to give up something, that's because I say this guy – you probably need to trade this guy. It ain't because he ain't playing well. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the camp of those people that think that, you know, as great as Boots plays a double-double machine, but is he the great fit? Uh, the greatest fit alongside DeMar DeRozan is Zach Levine. You know what I mean? He's playing phenomenal. There 
my bitch. You know what I mean? So it's about fit. It ain't always because I'm trying to trash a fat. I know how good Gucci is. But is it moving the needle? You know what I mean? As great as all three of these guys is, being the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference. And you, you're going to run it back? Some, something has to give. If we, whether it's Levine, DeRozan, or Gucci. You know what I mean? And unless, like you, you know, you, you stated many times before, you trade, change. The, the things around them drastically to where it, it helps. But you, you won't know that until they get out on the court and win games. You know what I mean? So, you know, just for the fans that, that you know, because I know there are fans that say things and people, you know, just assume that that means that they're not good at it. You know, I, for me, I can personally say that ain't what I'm saying. You know, everybody don't grow on the same timeline. Everybody's not going to grow under the same coach and the same system. Wendell Carter is blocked in the middle of the land. You know what I mean? It, it takes, sometimes it takes change to play as well. It ain't all about them just, you know, sometimes it's, hey, hey, go over there and grow. I mean, you look at the other boy from Golden State that wants to be short. He boy going to be small. He wants to grow in Golden State. That don't mean Kerr wasn't a good spot. You know, it's about fit and situation. So thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, listening to me, bro. Thanks, man. All right, and Big O talks about, you know, DeMar and the pieces and things like that. And here's what I'll say. Vooch can fit, and he's adapted this game. He's the bull that's had to sacrifice the most of his personal game to make this version of the team work. If the Bulls were to move on from DeMar DeRozan, not necessarily saying they will, if they were, I do think that that is a, depending on who they replace him with, that is a better situation for Nikola Vucevic to come in and kind of do more of his things. If you look at how Vuce gets his points, then where DeMar DeRozan gets his points, it takes, and you, you just can't pack in the lane. It makes it too easy to defend. So I've talked about this ad nauseum on this channel so you know it, it it does take away from some of Vooch's natural game but you know we'll see I, at this point I really don't know what what's predict when it comes to Nikola Vucevic I don't know if he has enough affinity for this team the front office the players to where he'll stay or because this may be in, in all realistic re realism this may be Nikola Vucevic's last big contract and he may go want to go to a team that he knows he can compete and fight for a title win. And that's every player's right. And we see players start doing that as their career goes on. It becomes more about trying to add those accolades, trying to compete for something meaningful rather than just, you know, being the team that's just battling for a playing spot. So that's the biggest thing. Now, you said the pieces have to fit or change around the big three forward to work. Yeah. Is there a coach? Is there a scenario? Is there a roster in which Zach, DeBar, and Vooch work and they have this, like, playoff success and they can win playoff yeah there's a world in which that happens but the biggest question is is can it happen on this team with where we currently sit is it going to happen with this coach that we currently have that's going to be here for a while unfortunately so all those things play a part in it we'll end up seeing man i it, looks the story will tell itself at this point it kind of just is what it is and that's kind of my mindset and I can't wait to see what the Bulls do this offseason. It's going to be a fun offseason. Not, maybe not draft, but like as far as just all the maneuverings and things that can happen and all the different storylines and contracts and things that, that need to happen for this Bulls team, it's going to give us a lot to cover on the channel this uh, offseason once free agency starts. So we'll take a look at that then. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is from Jamal. What's up, hey? This is your boy Jamal. Back again, another voicemail for you. Let's get into it. So uh, we got RSB beat by the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, yesterday. We played the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. And we came back in the second half against a game against the Memphis Grizzlies. So when I tell you this, the team is up and down, I literally mean up and down. The news is we finished the playoffs. But bad news is that kind of means that we're the lowest, we're the upper echelon of the sucky team without being the best of the sucky team. Um, I know we got the Bucks um, today. 
And then I think we got, what, one more game? Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc i think we got dallas on friday and i think that's it for us after that but no sorry we got the pistons on sunday and i think that's it for us after that you know it, it really begins um and let's see what the boys can do in these last two games See if there's any chance they might be able to leapfrog somebody, although I doubt it. And if they can make it to, you know, into the actual playoffs. But only time is going to tell. The team has got to go out there with the mentality that they want it. Nobody else can want it at the end of the day. Y'all worked this hard to get to the play in. Cool. Y'all could have that's good. But y'all going to go there and then just flop? Because Toronto is showing they can beat you. Atlanta is showing they can beat you. Miami is showing that you, they can beat you. Yeah, you've beaten a couple of those teams this year. In fact, I think you have at least a victory against all three of them, but let's be honest. It's just one victory. You need one victory when it counts the most. So, you know, it's the regular season. This is the play-in. This is going to the playoffs. This is where you get your money and your name, your legacy is made. So is this time where y'all going to fold or y'all going to fight? That's all I want to know. Because if you ain't trying to fight, you don't need to be wearing these colors. But... That's it, man. I just came to random bullshit around. Um, we'll see how tonight goes against the Bucks. And uh, as always, see where it go bulls. I, listen, I love what you said there. Fold or fight? That is the biggest question with this Bulls team. This Bulls team has been up and down all season. That's been you know inconsistent all season. The plan is now here. It's eliminate or go home. Are you going to fold or are you going to fight? Are we going to see a Bulls team that competes for all four quarters? Or are we going to see that Bulls team that, again, once the team goes out on the run or down the stretch of a game that's tight, then they just fold, right? That's the biggest question, and I wish I had an answer for it. Even with how the Bulls have played since the All-Star break, I think initially in maybe that first 10 games after the All-Star break, I'll say, no, the Bulls are going to fight. But how things have gone, you know, since then, it's like, I really don't know. I, I have no idea, and part of that's coaching. Part of that's on the players. Part of that's just on the limitations that we have on this roster by the personnel that we have. There's a lot that goes into that, and 
man, hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch, I guess, and interesting to watch to see. I hope the Bulls do have more fight than fold in them in this play-in series, and you know it's gonna be important. And and you know we'll see. And AK has already talked about evaluating this. You, you you're gonna t- be able to tell who you can actually have on your team as big pieces on a playoff team, and who are just role players in a in a situation that is like this. And so we'll end up seeing. We'll end up seeing. I, I wish I could say that we're also gonna be able to see how a coach. But it doesn't matter. He got his secret extension, so it is what it is. Still, by the way, still don't know how many years are on that extension, which is very strange. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Melvin D. What's going on, Hey, It's your boy Melvin D again, man. I just got finished watching the uh, Locked On Bulls podcast, man, and now y'all see what I'm saying. DeMar DeRozan literally sucked the light out of the team, man. What hot hand? How can anybody have the high hand with DeMar on the team and he want to take all the shots in the third and fourth quarter? Every time, every time, Kobe White was just lighting it up. Boots just lighting it up. But then DeMar want to take shots and he ain't been hitting all game long until the third quarter. That's exactly what I'm saying. If you take DeMar DeRozan out of the equation, you force Billy Donovan to have to make adjustments. He has to. Ain't no save the day DeMar is. You know what I'm saying? Other players have to step up. There's not DeMar in their way. They have to do it. So I think the best the best scenario for the Chicago Bulls in order for these players to develop, in order for them to move the ball, in order for Bruce to get his touches, because he's been the most consistent bull. So I don't understand why y'all not feeding this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it makes no sense to me that this man will be cooking all half and then two shots the whole second half. That is crazy. That is the worst coaching in coach history. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. But it's all because your hopes and dreams is based on DeMar DeRose saving the day. And he ain't been doing that this year like that. So I don't understand, like, how one year, like, he just gets this name like he Kobe or something. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. But I feel like everybody, uh, you know, caught up on that and they just won't let it go. That's not the case for this team this year or anymore. Like, I don't understand why they, you know, harping on that. But let me know your thoughts, man. Hey, man. Y'all have a good night, man. All right. Melvin is at DeMar's throat. First of all, DeMar sucks the life out the team. Here's what I'll say to that. I understand why you say that. I understand in watching the game and you're looking at the possessions. And I will say this. A lot of that is also on Billy Donovan. Only because, and I, the reason why I say that is we've seen DeMar being a willing facilitator at times on this team. But definitely when he was on the San Antonio Spurs, we saw DeMar being a willing facilitator. And that is because of coaching. When you have a coach that actually has a scheme, that actually has a system, that the players buy into, they trust, all those things, they fit in, into the, the required roles more than their natural roles sometimes. Better than you would expect. DeMar DeRozan played power forward on that San Antonio Spurs team for a lot and a facilitating power forward at that. He still got his points and did his thing, but, you know, so it's there in DeMar. The biggest thing is can the coach coach it out of him? And, And so... I do think that Billy does rely on DeMar a lot. He relies on DeMar to do so much, and it's he, DeMar has become Billy Donovan's safety blanket. And I do think that a different coach or maybe a different in, a change in coaching philosophies, you can see DeMar become more of a facilitator, which would then open up more shots for the young guys. So, and, and I even gave the stat a couple of episodes ago that, you know, the combination of Patrick Williams, um, Kobe White, and uh, at that time, damn, I can't remember who the other, I think it was Io, 
played better when they were on the court with DeMar and he was facilitating. So there's some signs that point that DeMar can be that for this team. It's just that, you know, the combination between him, isolation ball, uh, Billy Donovan, it just hasn't gotten it there. So we'll see. I've, I've been saying all season, this, this team needs some serious changes. And one of those changes could be moving DeMar, taking advantage of a playoff team or a contending team, wanting him, getting some, recouping some assets back. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's what it's going to be. The Bulls can, if they can find the right combination, unlock other things and use um, DeMar in different ways. It's just, I don't know if I trust head coach Billy Donovan to do that. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, hey? This is Shay. You know, I know that we might, there's a good chance we might lose Nikola Vucevic. And I know that this person's contract may not fit into our salary, but you ever thought about maybe us trading for Steven Adams? Now, look, I know that Steven Adams is not the offensive specialist that uh Vooch is, but I feel like he could help the team. And by the looks of that Memphis Grizzlies team, when John Moran went out, he definitely was the leader that kept the team together. And he definitely he definitely called out John Moran. So I was thinking, would you ever consider putting Steven Adams on this team? Now, look, I've seen his contract. I know he's making the next two years. He's making twelve million, and I get that. But maybe our salary, maybe we could fit his salary in, and maybe he could be the top voices leader, leader that we need. Anyway, tell me what you think. All right, Shay. So here's the thing: you ask about Stephen Adams, and here's the thing: I'm going to say that he's an unrestricted free agent this off season, so we wouldn't have to trade for him. But the concerns of his health and the declining production that he's had over the last three years, it leaves much to be desired. And while, you know, if you sign him as a depth piece, if you sign him as, if you do re-sign Vooch, then you can get Steven Adams if Drummond then leaves as a backup, okay, you can make a conversation for that. But we're looking at, over the last three years, Steven Adams has played, over the really the last four years, he's played less and less games. He went from playing 63 games to 58, and then he sticked back up to 75, and then down to 42. And over the course of that production, his points per games has dropped from 10 points to 7 to 6 to 8 this season. And then his field goal percentage has also taken hits um, going from uh, 59.2, 59%, 61%, and back down to 54%, back down to 59%. So here's the thing. Can Steven Adams be still a good player? Yes, absolutely. I'm not in any stretch of the imagination saying Steven Adams is not a bad player, could not bring some things that we need with his skill set to the Chicago Bulls. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that if you're going to spend money on a free agent, I would like to see you spend money maybe on a younger free agent, maybe on a free agent with more upside, maybe on a free agent that isn't, hasn't been declining over the last few seasons as well. Again, I understand your mindset with Steven Adams. I think the leadership he brings, the, the, the communication, all those things could definitely help the Chicago Bulls team, a team that misses, that does not have those things largely. But then I think you also have to look at the production on the court. And that kind of leaves a lot to be desired, in my opinion. But you guys can let me know what you think on that one down below. All right, let's get into this last voicemail for the day. This one is from Auntie. Yo, hey, is this your Auntie Goon? Look, I'm just not getting in. Um, this is so fucking embarrassing. No, this game was not embarrassing. I love what I seen from my young ones. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, big three. This is so fucking embarrassing. Ain't no motherfucking way. Ah, motherfucking bitch. Some of these players came from the G League and showed like they had heart, they had soul, and they won this motherfucking game. Hey, Billy, check this out. I got one word for you, player. Guess what? If yo, I promise you, when we start this motherfucking play in, bro, 
and we play Toronto, and you'll see DeMar, Wooch, and Zach doing the fuck they got to do, Lord knows, help my motherfucker. So, Billy, you better put that motherfucker bitch in. Because what I seen tonight, the shit was embarrassing. No, it wasn't embarrassing towards them and towards the game. It was embarrassing towards our big three. Because this this team right here, our bench, couple of these players came from G League. They stepped up. They played like they had soul. They ain't played like they had a I don't give a fuck attitude. The Bulls was down with what, 17 to almost 20, 20 points? These young guys didn't give up. They ran. They played offense. They stopped a lot of stops. Hey, listen, listen, Billy, listen. Listen to me. I promise you, if you don't play these motherfucking young kids, if our big three, if our second unit fuck up, if you don't go to that motherfucking bitch, bro, your gun torn ass, we're going to have a motherfucking problem because this is not making sense. Ain't no way in hell these guys playing like this and DeMar you can play like this for the last three games. Knew that we need a five game. We need these last five games to get above 500. We suck at 10 seed. Our young guys can't play like they had heart and soul. I don't get it. Listen, bro. Listen, I don't know what y'all going to do, boys. Hopefully, y'all have a discussion. Fuck a pregame meal. Fuck what y'all doing. Listen, y'all better be focused on this play in and try to get to this motherfucking postseason. I don't, I don't give a fuck what went on tonight. What went on three, the last two games y'all walk. I don't give a fuck. The way this young, the, the way our young ones just played, y'all better show us some type of aggression. Y'all better show us something. Because if y'all don't, you bitches going home. Ain't no way in here, Dave and Terry. P.W. Kobe White went off like this. And y'all come out playing slow. Y'all better not come out playing slow towards Toronto because y'all know what type of coach they got. I don't even know what. There's nothing for me to follow that up with. There's nothing for me to follow it up with. I do hope that Billy does trust the young players a little bit more. Uh, You know, and we'll see what happens in the last game on Sunday, last regular season game on Sunday. And, you know, if the, even if the big three do play, I don't expect them to play the full game. Um, So if that happens, like, Again, do the young players still continue to show flashes? Does that build in Billy Donovan's confidence to use them in the playing scenario if DeMar, if Zach, for some reason, can't get it going or just to break up the monotony, right? If you have a team that's starting to pack in the zone, can you bring in Kobe White? Can you trust him to hit the shot? A lot of that does fall on head coach Billy Donovan. And so, yes, I would love to see more heart from the big three as well. But keep in mind, the young players coming in, they were young. They were hungry. A lot of them, this was their chance to shine in Carly Jones, Terry Taylor, things like that. Uh, uh, even even uh, Dalen Terry, who hasn't got a chance to shine. Um, but some of it was uncontrolled. So, you know, I, I, more so I want to say this. It, even if you don't use them in the play-in, which I can understand if you want to rotation switch in playoff-type atmospheres, so I kind of understand that. But we need to see these young players part of the Bulls' uh, uh, rotation heavily next season. We need to see that. We have to start building in these young players, and not all of them are going to still stay around, but then we'll still have Justin Lewis back. We need to start building up the confidence and building up these young players because these are the players that if you do build up, if you do develop correctly, right, if you do those things, it's going to make it easier to fill out. At least you'll have your role players, if nothing else, solved. We need energy guys off the bench. We need players to understand the role. We need players that are going to come in, play with energy regardless. That's what a lot of other teams in the NBA and a lot of losses that we've had to lesser teams, they've just had solid role players that just understand what they need to do and they play with that energy. So hopefully that, that comes and hopefully this is a, 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 a eye-opening uh, thing for Billy Donovan as well going into next season. And overall, I would say the Bulls front office as well. 
we still did not see Marco Simonovic, which is still crazy to me, considering what that game didn't mean anything. But hey, we'll end up seeing what happens. But thank you, Auntie. Thank you for everyone who left voicemails. That is it. That is my time for today. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPodAzima.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes going down tomorrow or any weekend for that matter. And we're going into the offseason. May need you guys on the mailbag even more. 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.